Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? So, Miles, you've been to Hawaii, right? Yes, sir. So, do you know what the Hawaiian word honu means? H-O-N-U, honu. I'm going to pretend I don't, that you didn't already tell me. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> Great. What does it mean? Honu is a uh, green sea turtle. And in Hawaii, honus are a symbol of good luck and longevity. So, uh, why am I talking about sea turtles, you're wondering? Well, I'm going to pretend you didn't already tell me. No, why? <laughs> well, if you replace the turtle's shell with a coffee bean... Oh, does Peter know about that? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you'll that sounds awful. It does sound pretty bad. But you'll have the awesome logo that belongs to okay. Honu Coffee in Santa Clarita. It's a cozy and inviting place that's family-owned, and they're very passionate about their coffee here. You should also mention why we're in Santa Clarita. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, well, we're finishing up our coffee challenge, and Laura Brown, who helped us kick off the challenge, and she was the, uh, the one representing Starbucks, the ultimate Starbucks fan, this was the coffee shop that she chose to be two weeks away from her beloved Starbucks. And we were hoping to chat with her today, but something came up and she couldn't make it. But she did send me a great overview of her experience that we'll talk about on the Executive show. Executive summary. Yes. And we'll talk about Pumpkin Spice, National Coffee Day, our week with kids, and of course, coffee on this edition of Coffee Café. Coffee Café! Coffee Café! Welcome. We are two work-from-home dads who get together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler. A chance to have some great coffee and conversation. And sometimes we follow rules. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes we don't. more than others. <laughs> we usually stay in the Burbank area, yep. but today we're in Santa Clarita. That's right. But no national chains, uh -huh. more than just drip coffee. We can only visit the coffee shop once per year on official business. That's right. And we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy. And we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and maybe some you have. So you can go out and try the best in town what to get, and which to avoid. So, Miles, Jason, where are we today? A Honu Coffee. <laughs> Honu Coffee, yes. 22722 Lions Avenue, Santa Clarita. Yeah, they're open every day, 7 to 8. That's how you know it's serious when it opens early. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And uh, it's a great little place. I mean, look, we drove up this morning. Traffic was fantastic. You mean traffic was very thick and fantastic <laughs> like that? Or well, that sounded almost me, sarcastic. You know, when you say traffic is fantastic in LA, it means you were able to move forward in there, a forward direction. There wasn't any. <laughs> <laughs> you were moving the whole time. That's right. I agree. It was, it was a pleasant It was a pleasant uh, drive up here. I it think. was. And then we uh, came here, didn't know what to expect other than meeting Laura. And Laura couldn't make it. And she sends her regards to everyone uh, and apologized for not being here. And we'll tell you how she felt about the challenge. But before we do, let's talk about Honu Coffee, Miles. Uh, this place is great. It it's is. like very, you know, when you think it's going to be a Hawaiian place, you yes. expect things to be, to slow down a little bit, to That's be right. relaxing. That's the vibe that I get here. Very cozy on the inside. Yeah. And then there's like a little, not even like a deck. I don't even know what you call it. It's like a landing upstairs yeah. with couches and tables where people can just sit and read. It's quiet up there. Yeah. Those landings where you're reading and you're, you know, they encourage people to stay. It's not like they're trying to get them through and get them out. It's yeah. like, hey, sit down, have a seat, yeah. slow down. And we're sitting outside because uh, they have a nice area outside to sit. Very comfortable. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I spoke with the owner. Her name is Darla. And she was lovely. Uh, she was here. Not, she had to go pick up her kids. If not, I even invited her to be on the show, but she couldn't make it. But she's absolutely lovely. And uh, you can tell that she loves what she does and what they're doing. And she told me the story behind this coffee shop. Oh, what is it? Uh, she, they actually weren't planning to do one here in Santa Clarita. She's from here. Their dream was to open up a coffee shop in Kauai, 
which is one of the Hawaiian islands. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went through the process. They got all the gear. You know, they had created the logo, which is probably the one of the coolest logos I've seen. It's a green turtle with a coffee bean as its shell. It's yeah. beautiful. And they had the name Honu and working with the permits and all that. And after a year, it fell through. Oh, no. Yeah, it was pretty rough. And then they said, well, we'll just pack it up, go home. Where was home? It's just here in Santa Clarita. Oh. And then when they got here, someone offered uh, this place. They had this place here. They said, hey, I'll just give you the lease on it. You can just take it over. And it was kind of all meant to be. So they literally regrouped, brought the logo, brought the name, and didn't expect to have the reception that they did. But everybody loves it. It's a great story. It has a happy ending. Uh, and I'm glad that they brought it here. And it's not, in we- well, I mean, I would have loved to go gone to Kauai and try their coffee, but <laughs> it's convenient to have it here. No, they don't sell, they don't brew Kona coffee, though, right? No, let's talk about that. Let's talk about King that. King Coffee Beans, and they're a coffee roaster based in Newport Beach, California. Uh, Keen Beans roasts a blend for them called the Honu House Blend that they use here. But let me tell you about Keen. Uh, Martin Dietrich is the owner, and his family has been in coffee since 1916. They had a Diedrich um, Beans company that was uh, pretty Yeah, Diedrich is the Diedrich's coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he no longer is part of that. So he wanted to do something, do it his way, and Keen Coffee is the result and oh, wow. uh, has uh, turned out to be pretty big and very popular. And uh, so that, they, they use that here, which is, this is the first time I've had the Keen Beans. Have you had it No, before? no. No. This is the first time, too. Uh, yeah, and so... Um, I like it when the places have, like, a specialty menu. Yeah. You know, they, these guys have their menu of five specialty drinks in addition to your, to your regular coffee drinks. Yeah, and... And they're so they're they, pretty spectacular. Too. Quite, yeah, they are. And they have the Hawaiian theme. You know, they have some yeah. with coconut. And, uh, yeah. They have an Ono ch- uh, Chai, uh, the Surfin Honu, which is a coffee, peanut butter, chocolate, ice cream, cold brew shake. <laughs> and, and Which we're drinking. Yeah, which we're drinking. We tried that. The Tsunami uh, and the Nutty Hawaiian and the Islander. They all sound delightful, and when you read the ingredients, you want I want one of each, please, yes. Yes. <laughs> we did get five things, just not five specialty drinks. No, we did. Espresso, cortado. That's right. Drip coffee. Yeah. This blended drink. Yeah. Well, you know, you know you're up here in Santa Clarita. You made the long trick over. <laughs> you got to try it all, right, before yeah. you leave. And we'll I'm go gl- back in for our road coffees <laughs> for the way home soon. That's right. I'm at optimal caffeine you're level almost. <laughs> just got to maintain it now. That's right. So uh, let's talk about the coffee. And we've ordered so many things. I don't know what we're going to talk about specifically, but I'll, I'll say I ordered the macchiato. What did you have, Miles? At the cortado? Yeah. A cortado is an espresso with a small amount of steamed milk Okay. to reduce the acidity. This cortado had no sugar in it. Yeah. Um, so I, I prefer it with some sugar. I think it's kind of nice just to have that particular drink with sugar. But right. this, you know... Good flavor. I thought it was good cortado. All right. I, I ordered the uh, the macchiato. And macchiato, uh, for those of you who are wondering, uh, macchiato is just basically espresso with a tiny little bit of milk in it. I love it because you get to really taste the flavor of the coffee. And this one's very good. Uh, as a matter of fact, we ordered the espresso by itself just to try the flavors of the beans. It's excellent, I would it say. It is, yeah. yeah I'm enjoying it, really it a lot. Is. So, yeah, overall, it's, it's pretty great. And uh, But before we talk about rating these coffees and miles, uh, let's talk about fall. We've reached fall, the beginning of not just the uh, cooler weather and the trees turning colors, but it's the start of... PSL. <laughs> Which is PSL. What is that, Miles? Pumpkin spice latte season. <laughs> Pumpkin spice season. <laughs> and it is one of those phenomenon that have just exploded over the last, like, 
10 to 15 years. And now it's just, it's like a nuclear explosion. And they, they serve a pumpkin spice latte here as well. You have to. Well, you, 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 to, you, to compete, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking a look at the, at the phenomenon because it's a really interesting thing, right? Because, you know, 15, 20 years ago, yeah. it wasn't really there. Um, you get your pumpkin spice from pumpkin pie. Yeah. And now, just like the... Uh, Everything's pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's everywhere. And, you know, I think um, we for this episode, we took a look back at the history of how the phenomenon happened and why exactly it's it blew up so much, just yeah. to, to give some insights. Into, because I, I was kind of curious where it came from and how it got so popular. Yeah. This actually so started a long time ago, didn't it? It did. I mean, trace it back to the pilgrims, Jason. Really? <laughs> you, pumpkin you spice? Various sources of information. Because pumpkin doesn't taste like much of anything. Pumpkin's pretty bland. Yeah. And these spices, now, do you know what the four spices generally tend to be in, uh, in pumpkin spice? I know spice? there's allspice, cinnamon, and yes. ginger, right? Nutmeg? Yeah, I have clove, but I think clove and allspice are, uh, are very similar. Yeah, sure. yeah, cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, usually ginger, yeah. sometimes pumpkin. Uh -huh. But really the divergence between like pumpkin in a pumpkin spice and then just the spices came in the 50s when the McCormick Company started selling a little... Uh, a spice, which was basically that mix of spices that people were right, already putting it, in pumpkin it, we, pies. Right, because we just got so lazy, <laughs> we couldn't put lazy. the, we couldn't do it ourselves. So they made one that you could just buy, but you know, all you ready to go. It, you can call it lazy. You can call it efficient. <laughs> okay, sure. I mean, you're just mixing the spices up together. That's true. In preparation, when you have time. That's right. So that was in the 50s. Right. Since then, you know, it's been added to pumpkin pie. The pumpkin spice thing didn't take off until mid to late 90s in coffee at very particular places. Right. Early 2000s, 2003, 2004. Yeah, here it comes. Yes. So Starbucks was really the one who blew this thing up. Yeah. So they were looking for a an equivalent to, you know, they have uh, winter flavors. So during Christmas, they would have the peppermint, uh, the more like Christmassy yeah, flavors. Yeah, all the stuff that, yeah, sugar-filled, fun-loving, chocolatey fun. There might fun. be some nog in there. <laughs> That's right. So like, what do we do in the fall? Yeah. And so, you know, they started experimenting with a few and focus grouping a few different flavors. Oh, really? And, uh, you know, pumpkin spice, I think you were calling it pumpkin pie at first, didn't really do that well, but they had a guy there who insisted that there was a lot of potential for this. Okay. And he convinced other people there to, to go with him in, in this group. Uh -huh. And the sales went up, uh, I think it was 11%. Wow. The first year they did it, which was 2003. So since then, yeah, it's really, uh, it's just been going up and up and up. What made it blow up though? Is it the sugar? The sugar helps, but I think there's two things. One is it has that fall feeling in it. That, you know, the flavors that are in it are able to pull at our emotional strings uh. and something deep down that reminds us that it's fall, where fall is typically a time where we, you know, turn to our families. It's like the harvest time. Yeah. It's like an inward focus. Uh -huh. The second one is this is a purely marketing thing where if something is available for a limited time, yeah. you're going to go get it because you think there's a, you're, you're creating yeah, like a scarcity absolutely. there. That's how they sell phones. It's about, oh, there's only a limited amount of time. Oh, a lot of supply. Yes. You better get it now. Yes, Jason. As Nobel Prize winning behavioral psychologist oh, Daniel Kahneman explains. <laughs> yes. Oh, please tell us. Scarcity pressures people into action as many associate an item's availability with its worth. In other words, if customers can purchase a given drink at any time, they're not likely to value it as much. And Starbucks started it, but then all the independent coffee shops said, wait, well, you need a piece of this action. <laughs> oh, coffee's just a piece of it. I mean, everyone's piggybacking yeah. off of the oh, uh, I mean, they pumpkin have, spice. What don't they have in pumpkin spice flavor? <laughs> they actually have a list of all the, the most ridiculous things that they put pumpkin spice into. Such as? 
yogurt pretzels, protein mix, well, like for okay. your shake. All right, sure. Well, Blue Moon has a beer that they make with pumpkin, a pumpkin spice, which spice. is doing really good. Really? I'm not a big fan of it, but All right. Cheerios had a pumpkin spice version. You know, I think some of them work, and yeah. then some of them, some of them probably don't. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see which, which ones do work. <laughs> They all probably see like some kind of spike, and yeah. then some of them just dissipate. Sure. But the overall pumpkin spice phenomenon is one that you you just have to latch on to, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know, because for me, it's a great flavor. Look, I love a good pumpkin pie. Uh, I love uh, the smell of pumpkin spices. Do you feel that deep down no. connection no. to whatever when you're drinking <laughs> no. it? No. You don't? No, I, I enjoy you're it. You're a shallow human no. being. <laughs> Wait a second. That's not nice. <laughs> no, I love fall. I love the holidays that come with it. Uh, I love family and getting the family together. But that and associating with pumpkin spice, the, the, the two don't get together. Well, it's you grew just, up in Miami, right? That's true. Yes, that I did. That might be a little bit different. It oh, didn't maybe. Get, because it doesn't get it cold is, Miami. It is North Cuba. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. 80s Miami. Yeah. What kind of spices were you guys associating <laughs> with the fall well, down look, there? Well, we had the More pumpkin the, spice. the white spices? But it, it, I've never associated with <laughs> I've never associated with it having to be part of fall. Uh, and and honestly, I while I will drink one because I love a good treat and it's nothing bad, wrong with it, uh, it, they're typically loaded with so much sugar. As a matter of fact, I did the homework well, on this. All the oh yeah, tell us. Uh, the pumpkin spice at Starbucks has a quarter cup of sugar in the uh, drink. So that actually seems kind of low. I would have expected a quarter cup like of a sugar, full cup in there. That's a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I yeah, no, that's while I enjoy the treat, uh, doesn't do anything for me. What about you? Do you enjoy? Do you love it when this time of year comes around and you get to get some pumpkin now, spice? In now your that blood? I know the history, I kind of want to. I'm going to have one on one of one of our next shows and really just see if I can make that connection to my agricultural heritage. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna see how deep I can go, okay. and whether or whether it's just something that I, I like that tastes good. All right. So, Jason, speaking of the fall, yeah. it's almost that time in LA now where you have to start looking for trees that <laughs> that drop leaves for your kids to jump into. Oh, wait. You know, growing up in Colorado, there's yeah. trees everywhere. There's leaves everywhere. Raking them up is a problem, yeah. and I feel like I have the opposite problem now, where I have to like put a rake in my trunk and drive around looking for the trees because <laughs> they're so confused around here. They don't know what to do. Sometimes they drop leaves when it gets too hot. Yeah. They're just generally, they don't know what to do. That's true. They're a confused bunch of trees. <laughs> but in the fall, a lot of them still haven't figured out and they'll, they'll drop leaves. So but. you drive around and pick up leaves so that your kids can jump in them? You're telling me you haven't like scouted out where some of the best trees are? For no. When they no. <laughs> I haven't. It's so sad. That, I, there's well, I, again, I grew up in Miami. Leaves don't fall there either. Yeah. So what do you do out here? Uh, do you even look for leaves for your kids to jump into? No. Well, if there is a uh, a pile of leaves on the ground, I, I encourage my boy to jump in it. You don't put any planning into it? You're no, just, zero planning. Zero planning. Yeah. You, I, this is interesting. You actually plan. Well, it, it's kind of mixed. If I, uh, you know, if, if there's like a pile of leaves, yeah, sure. Go jump in the leaves. You do some impromptu stuff. But in my head, I know where there's some pretty good trees that when it comes time, we can go and, uh, and, and make some leaf piles. Okay. And I also want to be able to punish them. So what? We need to have some kind of leverage. Like, you know, oh. you get in trouble, you got to go rake the leaves. <laughs> Instead, they get in trouble. Yeah. And they got to go to the park and rake leaves. Uh, really? Just... <laughs> So you send your kids to some the chores. Park to yeah, they have to 
They have to do chores at the park. <laughs> and do they enjoy uh, the jumping in? Not as much. I'm sure they don't enjoy breaking uh, in. Yeah, they like it. Yeah. What kind of joy does it bring to you to have them share in that experience as your, from your childhood? Oh, it's just that, you know, they can go uh, entertain themselves for a couple minutes. <laughs> That's <laughs> And I can check football <laughs> scores. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like yeah. I should be watching it happen as I drink a pumpkin spice latte because it's just pulling all these emotional heartstrings. Jason. <laughs> Ginger, yeah. cloves, <laughs> leaves, jumping in the leaves. <laughs> you should think about it. I am going to, uh, I, because you've encouraged me a little bit, I'm going to make an effort to take my boy out uh, to jump in the leaves a little more. Because we haven't done it in a while because, you know, we, it's not always you go to the park that there's a pile of leaves <laughs> sitting there where you can jump around. But I'm now I'm going to make an effort to, to make it happen. Carry your rake around with you just in case. <laughs> You never know when you're going to need to rake some leaves. Yes. Well, speaking of knowing things, uh, let me tell you about a little experience I had this week, and I want to see if you have experienced the same thing. You're a numbers guy. Uh, your line of work, I have no idea really what you do except do number stuff. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> but I want you now to ask me a question uh, that I would never understand or something that you know I wouldn't know the answer to, and I'm going to answer it the way... My boy answers every question, everything I tell him. So just something that has to do with your work. Oh. Did you know that more and more companies are using machine learning to get insights from their data as they sift through it? Yeah, I know. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the thing. I, that's, this is the answers that I get from my boy. I'm going to give you some examples. Teaching him how to load the dishwasher. To load the dishwasher, uh, you should put the plates here and this. Yeah, I know, Daddy. I know. Oh, okay, great. Uh, when you throw the ball and football, you, you put your fingers on the ball. I know, Daddy. I know. Oh, okay, great. Uh, when you, uh, I think uh, what he means is leave me alone, old man. <laughs> if, you write, if you write slowly, your handwriting will be more legible. I know. Or, or this one is the difference between a hypothesis and a theory is that a hypothesis is an educational guess, while a theory is a hypothesis has been tested by experiments and observations. I know, Daddy. What grade is he in? <laughs> Would he skip a couple grades? <laughs> the point That's is, like is that everything's I know. So I finally got tired of I know, and I, and maybe this happens to you, but I got tired of it, and I decided to call him on it. Well, maybe you should stop telling him stuff and start <laughs> asking him stuff. <laughs> so last night we were having dinner. And we were discussing this readathon. They're, you know, they're doing the school's doing a readathon where they read books and they are raising money for the school I at know. the same time. It's a great thing. I know. <laughs> so he came home. We were sitting down at dinner, and I told him that our neighbor came over and gave us a donation for him to for the readathon. He goes, "Yeah, I know." And I'm like, "Wait, what? <laughs> you just got home? How can you know?" <laughs> <laughs> what happens is, well, and so I said, you got to tell me, because you do this all the time. You, how do you know? And he says, well, Daddy, you, when you tell me, after you tell me, I know. <laughs> oh, man, he's getting you on a technicality. <laughs> I'm like, no, that doesn't work that wow, way. Okay, that's, uh, that's genius right there. <laughs> Actually, he was pretty smart. <laughs> I know now. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, do you have this kind of experience in your life that they, your kids know everything and you can't tell them anything? No, I tell them and then it's like in one ear, out the other. Oh, you have the it's in and out. It's out before they even have a chance of, <laughs> of giving me some <laughs> smart aleck reply. Once I 
once I've told them for the eighth time, yeah. I think that it's fine. That's what it actually is. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> so no I knows direct on it. I it's something that I find humorous, but at the same time it could be a little frustrating. Well you do. just start telling about a hypothesis. <laughs> like get in the car. Well he loves to talk about science. Oh my god, here we go again. <laughs> no, no, it's not talking about that. A random facts. <laughs> it's not quite that bad, but <laughs> Can you tell me what a hypothesis is, Dad? He, he asks those questions, and when yeah. I tell him the answer, he goes, yeah, I know. You should ask him about National Coffee Day. I'm Na- going to segue into National Coffee Day. Oh, okay. Because, you know, yeah. Saturday, September 29th, yeah. is National Coffee Day. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> do you know Sorry. where you can get good deals on coffee that wait, day? Wait, do you no, know wait, what they wait, do? Let's, let's back up here. National Coffee Day, or there's a national day for everything. There nowadays. is, and this is the one for coffee. All right. And so uh, stores will generally offer you know, discounts on drinks or, yeah. or beans, particularly like the national chains that are uh, trying to market and, and use a day like that, but also some of the local ones. But I do have some information on what the, the best national chain oh, are. Oh, really? This yeah. is great news. So the, our audience now will have the inside scoop on where to get some free coffee. If you listen to this before sap- Saturday, September 29th, yeah. Pete's Coffee, you can have a free drip coffee or a tea at participating locations. All right, Pete's. Dunkin'. Dunkin', which, which is, is no longer Dunkin' Donuts. It's just Dunkin'. Yeah, two for one at Dunkin'. All right. There's some going on at Krispy Kreme. All right. There's a at Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. Free regular 16-ounce with the purchase of a food or bakery item. All right. Caribou and then Barnes & Noble, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they they'll, all those places have deals. We'll post this on Instagram. All so right, this is great. All this, is a, this is great inside scoop, Miles. So it's September 29th. You can go to Pete's, Dunkin', Krispy Kreme, Coffee Bean, Caribou, and uh, Barnes and & Noble's and get some free coffee. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. Plus probably some other places, too. Yeah, see, people should listen to the show for just these kind of tips. Yeah, (laughs) prepare yourself. (laughs) And speaking of coffee and getting it from different places, let's uh, talk about the coffee challenge, Miles. As you know, we were doing the two-week challenge, which you and I finished a while ago. We did the reverse challenge. And so for those of you who are tuning in for the first time or don't know anything about it or just want to hear it again, the two-week challenge is where we asked uh, our listeners to stop going to national chains for a couple weeks. Go to independent coffee shops, get your coffee drink from there, and then after two weeks, go back to the national chain that you love and see if you can taste the difference. And of course, part of that was once you do, to you could win a $50 gift card by sending in your findings in a haiku, uh, just kind of summarized, obviously, and then uh, we'll, we're going to pick the best haiku and give that person a $50 gift card to the coffee shop that they choose, and which we will do next week. And Laura Brown, who is going to be here on the show... She couldn't make it today. She uh, was our Starbucks representative because she is the ultimate Starbucks fan. Uh, She has her own Starbucks logo. (laughs) She's got a tattoo. It's like Starbucks runs a pipeline into her house so that she can get immediate dispensary of Starbucks iced coffee, which is her favorite. So what did she end up saying? Well, she, she couldn't make it to the show, but she did send me a recap of her experience. So she says here, overall, I found it really challenging to do the coffee challenge, but really fun to make a priority to find and try independent coffee shops. A lot of the challenge is for her is her lifestyle of being on the road and traveling a lot, as well as seeing clients all over the city. So she can't say that she avoided Starbucks completely, but it did give her a new outlook of working harder to support smaller coffee shops and be less stuck in her ways. And hopefully uh, that'll inspire others to break out of their habits 
just like our podcast does. And now this is her writing her. You didn't add that part? No, I'm saying that. <laughs> and that, that with five minutes of pre-planning, finding a new coffee shop on the route to wherever you're going is totally possible. The question now for her is, will I ever give up my Starbucks? <laughs> and her answer is, probably not. Because mobile ordering and convenience and location, as well as expanded hours, is important to her. But, and here's the big but, I will certainly work harder to not solely drink coffee from there. So I think, what an outcome from someone who is devoted Starbucks fan to go out and try these independent coffee shops. And she essentially said, you know what? There, there is something more here, and I'm enjoying the flavors from these places, and I'm going to go out of my way to experience that more. And I think that's a great outcome, which is really all we were is great. asking for people to try, is to see if, if it expands your coffee horizons, like going out and trying new restaurants, going out and trying new wines or whatever else that you'd like to yeah. eat or consume. It's just a, it's a new experience. Well, when you're in a hurry, parking and everything makes, and kind of even what side of the street something's on makes a huge difference. That's true. In where you go. Yeah. So you just have to find, find an independent spot with good parking area. Yep. On the right side of the street. Good luck. You can pull out and get to work again. <laughs> it was a great experience. I'm glad we did it. We had a lot of people who did try it. We've been receiving their haikus. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't turned in your haiku, so you have until today, September 28th, the end of today, Friday, uh, to send in your haiku, email us at coffeecafepodcast at gmail.com. That's coffeecafepodcast at gmail.com. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> and uh, send us in your haiku, and then we're going to pick the best one. And next week on our next show, we will announce the big winner, and we'll read our maybe first our favorite three or yeah. so. I think that's fun. They're short. We can do that. So and you know how close you came to winning without <laughs> winning. Aww. <laughs> maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just read the winner. <laughs> So uh, send, this in, send it in. Don't hesitate because uh, today, again, is the last day. This is now your chance. And if you're listening to this on Saturday, all right, if you send it to me on Saturday, I'm not going to turn you down. <laughs> but today. The rules are rules, Jason. Well, I, I know. You like together. the rules. I am always uh, extending it and extending it and extending it. That's what uh, so, so, Miles, uh, we're still here at Honu Coffee, and we've reached <laughs> the time in the show where we rate these coffees on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, of course. Miles, you had the... I had a taste of, what, four different we had things four different, Let's talk about the four different things. We had the... Cortado. The, the cortado. Uh, we had the Surfin Honu, which is a coconut, peanut butter, chocolate, ice cream, cold brew shake. And underneath it says, yep, it's as good as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> we had a regular drip coffee. And we had the espresso, all using the keen beans. Uh, and they have a variety they use. They have their house blend for their drip coffee. They have an espresso blend. And then they have their cold brew, which we did have a little sample of their cold brew. And that was very good. It was it a was nitro good. cold brew. Uh, so I'm going to rate the Cortado. Yeah. Because that, was the, that was the first one I went into. Yeah. I, I, it was a great Cortado. You know, they, didn't put, they decided not to put sugar in it. But it was, uh, you know, it was well balanced. It was good. I gave it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. All right. Solid cortado. That is a very good score for a cortado. I had my original drink was the macchiato, uh, and uh, you know, macchiato just has a little bit of milk in it because it's more of an espresso with just a tiny drop of milk, and it was delicious. I I'm gonna give it a nine. That's how good it was. I've never had the keen beans. Yeah. It was very flavorful, uh, well balanced. Just that little bit of milk to cut the acidity. 
uh, and it did, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And I enjoyed their espresso uh, as well. They're just they're straight up espresso. Yeah, the espresso was good. It was excellent, I thought. And I give their espresso. Yeah, eight. All right, there you go. So. And that milk and that shake. Now let's talk about I the mean, shake. But this is one of their specialty drinks. Yeah, and, this and thing is good. We actually weren't going to get it, but we were no. here and we were chatting with a couple of people that had just gotten it. And they said, you've got to try it. You've got to try it. Just, just like the sign says, yep, it's yeah, that it's good. good. It is good. And, the uh, peanut butter coconut mix man, is one that you don't see that much. This but is fantastic. It's, uh, it's on point. It's good. You know, as a sugary, delightful drink, and this is not too sweet because we asked them to cut down the sugar part of it, it's extraordinary. Uh, and you taste each and every one of those flavors. I would give this, I'd give this a nine or nine and a half. That's how good it is. Uh, for a sweet drink, that's a really good score. Yeah. Yep, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, these are great scores. Miles gives his cortado a seven and a half. I give my macchiato a nine, and we give the surfing honu a nine. Uh, listen, we're here in Santa Clarita. We don't come up here often, but uh, if you're ever in this area, and some of you are listeners who live in this area, uh, you got to come here if you haven't been. It's fantastic. The owner, Darla, she is just lovely, and, and you can tell that it's a passion for her, and, and it comes out in everybody that works here. Uh, they love what they're doing. They do it well. The surface is fantastic. Uh, the the place itself is a very comfortable place. Miles, you talked about it a little bit, uh, where you know you can just really feel comfortable to hang out here, do your thing, you know, just like a coffee shop should be, and what we expect from coffee shops. And they go out of their way to make you feel at home, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah. So that's all we have to say about Honu Coffee in Santa Clarita. Thanks again to Laura for participating in our coffee challenge. We're sorry you couldn't be here today, but we're so grateful for you being a part of it. So thanks again, Laura. And thanks to Darla for giving us the scoop. Yeah, on this is, I'm so glad we came here. We hope you enjoyed our podcast, and if you did, please share it with a friend or two. That's how our show grows, and it's thanks to listeners and subscribers like you that share this show. That makes a real big difference, and we really appreciate it. Check the Instagram for National Coffee Day specials. That's right. We'll On our it. Instagram, we will post the National Coffee specials as soon as we can, of course. And if you have a question or an idea for our show, go to coffeecafepodcast.com. Uh, there you'll find links to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and email. Uh, just hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Mahalo, Jason. <laughs>